So you're on one, huh? I'm on one. Premier Pep Talk episode 32. We're back. We're back after a long, long weekend uh, uh, of soccer. Some For some people it was good. For some people it was bad. For a, an entire league, I think it was disgraceful. And we'll talk about that eventually. Um, but yeah, how, how you feeling on this Monday? Super Bowl Monday. Monday. Do you have a Super Bowl Monday hangover? Oh yeah, I'm I'm recovering. <clears throat> I think we've I think we've heard this point before. I gotta argue this. It's pretty yeah, Basil strong. Hayden was uh, interesting, by the way. I, I'm a fan of Basil Hayden, but I've never seen that one. I love it, and in fact, it's it's one of those special edition ones. My brother-in-law and my father-in-law are absolutely obsessed with doing special shit like that. We did that a few years ago. Um, How much I is that bottle? Because I know the regular one's like forty. Yeah, I didn't cop it myself. I wish I could tell you. I didn't even bother to ask. I was, this has been so like secondhand nature for me. Like it was a bigger deal when we first started to do this, and we do it every holiday. We get a nice bottle where we just kind of share it or whatever, you know, or one person buys it, and then we just sip on it. Like no one, no chasers, no nothing. Just it's yeah. it's a pure. You are sipping this because oh, yeah. you are going to taste every bit of the spice. The, the like you know, just being trying to be a savant for it. And uh, yeah, it's been the Basil Hayden has been probably my favorite. I'd say before that we had a little run of the Buffalo Creek. Yeah, but that's good. Um, Buffalo yeah. Trace, you mean? <clears throat> Buffalo Trace. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo Trace, and then it's beers too because my brother-in-law is a brewer. So a Milwaukee brewer? No, fuck no. <laughs> no blonde. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, I don't vibe with bronze around here. Ryan Brown. So, yeah, I'm feeling okay. Truthful, man. It's, it's no longer Super Bowl week, Daniel, so I can't be using that excuse anymore. Wait, what was your Super Bowl take? Oh, oh so. It turned into a whiskey take. Today should be a holiday. Today should be. We, we should have off. If, if the NFL is going to be in some sort of stuck we rule Sunday. We're going to make it Super Bowl Sunday. That's fine. The, the Monday needs to be a holiday. We just need to stop doing this whole concept of you think I'm going to have my best production on a day after me staying up and just smashing every single different type of fucking food known to man. I mean, the what biggest recovery is my... Oh, so started off with some little jalapeno poppers. By that, Oof. I mean little... Do you like the ones with the cheddar cheese in them or the cream cheese? Uh, we had both on top. Ch- cheddar cheese sprinkled on the top. So picture a pan. So they're homemade. Yeah, they are. Picture uh, okay. uh, a pan of like muffins, like the muffin pans, and then it yeah. goes is like little, a uh, little like a little crescent roll oh, broken yeah, yeah. down into okay. like open. Yeah, cream nice. cheese, all that jalapeno. Uh, what else do we and have? And cheddar. Cheddar. Because yeah. you can buy like the, the the ones that come at like um, when you get them as like an appetizer at a restaurant. You, some yeah. of them have like the white cheese in it, which is like a cream cheese. Yes. I like the cheddar cheese. Yeah, and then really we just had an assortment of finger foods. Um, Wok, the dips, obviously. Um, That's it. That's the sound of the police right there. Something popping off in your neck of the woods. Yep, yep, yep. Um, What about you? What'd you have? Yeah, I had a, I I think um, pigs in a blanket are a must with Mm -hmm. with some nice mustard options. I had a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. Chips and salsa, spinach and artichoke dip, chicken tenders. With some honey yep. mustard, barbecue sauce, garlic parm to dip in. Mm-hmm. It was a nice assortment. And of course, 
I was drinking some nice beers and a couple shots of Jameson. But, there you um, go. Yeah, it, it was fun. Good game. Uh, I enjoyed dancing on the grave of Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> That's um, right. Clown Nick Sirianni. Short career Nick Sirianni. That's the thing uh-huh. about these emotional coaches, these tough guy coaches. They're short. They have short, uh-huh. short careers. They burn out in about three years. Uh-huh. And um, there will be salary cap issues for the Eagles, and I will enjoy them burning out because this clown – he was a clown again. He starts crying in the in the <sighs> national anthem. Get and out tears of here, dropping down his face. Really, really, it's probably the new Jordan meme. Um, Could be at least. And then I think it was the second quarter. There was a play being reviewed, and he was taunting the Kansas City Chief team to the point where his twenty four year old quarterback had to tell him to stop. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that, but I thought that was extremely I embarrassing. That's and, and I can I, actually I, envision. Yeah, he was being a jerk, like when he was mean mugging the camera and nodding at the camera against the Giants. Of course. And uh, he's a clown, and I enjoyed every second of it. Eagles fans, Philadelphia fans, how, how do you enjoy being the most known runners-up? Can't finish the deal. Coffee is for closers, a very fitting shirt for today. Hey. Coffee hey. is for closers. All right, guys? It's for closers. You got to the World Series. You failed at that. Philadelphia Union got to the MLS championship. You failed at that. Eagles once again get to another (laughs) Super Bowl, and you failed at that. Mm -hmm. How does it feel to be failures? That's how I'm going to end it. Congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs. My only hope is that the Sixers can get to the finals and somehow trick it. Well, they won't do that because they'll burn out in the second round like they do every year. And we'll also see another crybaby, Joel Embiid. (laughs) He is another cryberry that I remember distinctively him crying in regards to getting knocked out of the playoffs and saying to the reporter, I don't when asked what it is, and he's just like, We can't figure it out. I don't know. But I'm here. We, uh, get we can't make it out of the first round. <laughs> Bitch. Oh man. For such a city that think that presents themselves as such tough people. Exactly. You got a bunch of fucking crybabies. That's all you yeah. remember. Didn't T.O. cry in a press conference? Oh, no, that was about Tony Romo, another, another sad city. <clears throat> I was thinking maybe it was about McNabb, but anyway, good Super Bowl. Um, but as much as the Super Bowl dominated the weekend, there was a lot of talking points that dominate the weekend. So where do we start, my friend? Uh, I think the obvious. I think the obvious that's affecting all of the actual play in all of the league that we love. Um, I've seen a lot of different stuff on this, Brian, and it didn't directly affect me this weekend, uh, but it affected me against United, and United fans laughed about that win. City had to take that take that hard L. Um, but I've also argued that the game in itself, we didn't necessarily deserve the win, right? So I wasn't really bothered by that. I, I want to kind of read you kind of hands-on this is kind of really what i believe this is roger bennett from the men and blazers this is a quote kind of minutes ago and this is about var we're talking about var we're talking about the inconsistency of the premier league and where it's the officiating and the refs and how they do it var is not a robot human decision making is still at the heart of it and that decision making is not infallible this weekend left the process with a massive credibility problem that reputational damage is hard to recover and cannot happen quickly. I mean, it's affecting your club and you're in a Premier League title race. 
you, you mm-hmm. are in it a race. You are on top. And for all intents and purposes, should this continue to go this way, you have every right as an Arsenal fan to be wondering what could have been. And that's shameful that we can allow the, the, the play to get to that point. But I find myself also wanting to be that negative person that at times says the Premier League needs to be judged as a whole and how it does anything and everything. Because it's the greatest league in the world. We can't dis- – I mean, that's disputable, but you and I agree on that. There's nobody – I mean, I mean, it's the best. There's no question. Uh, see, this is one of my points today. Okay. I, just can't, I can't go with that anymore. I really can't. Well, I cannot do it. This this league is, is – is, there's some serious issues in this league that just don't get addressed. They get brushed to the side. Um, and – it it affects play. This is a league where Southampton fired their manager. They hire a new manager. Two months later, that new manager's fired, and they're looking for another manager. My point with that is this is a league that recycles managers every six weeks. That's a proven does. fact. It does. Every six weeks, somebody is fired in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So the difference between three points and one points, one point could mean people's jobs. For sure. Three sure. points and one point. This I, VAR issue is not an issue from this weekend, but uh-huh. it's culminated because one, Arsenal in first place, and bef- I'm, I will get to the game later because I want to sound like, oh, we, we really lost, and you're just complaining about that. That's not what I'm doing. Orlando could tell you I didn't even care about the decision Saturday. It was the point that Sunday they came out and go, oh, we forgot. That's right. That's what really triggered me. That's right. That's right. I would rather you just ignore the issue at that point and then say, we're going to address the VAR issues. You tell me you forgot. That is absolutely embarrassing. Embarrassing. You forgot to do your job. And as a result, a goal went through Mm. that essentially lost us two points. Brentford, could they have scored? Sure. But we can play a semantic game. But we've sat in this podcast many times saying, hey, that team got outplayed, but you know what? They showed some resilience, and they got the point. Yep. XG was not in their favor. The chances were missed, but that's part of the fucking game. That's why you yep. watch the game. You got to finish your dinner. Brentford didn't. We got a goal. And then, yeah, that first of all, the defense from Arsenal was embarrassing, but it was offsides. It was clear yep. as day offsides. It wasn't really even that close. It was a whole body length. Yep. And – the fact that they come out and say, we forgot. Sorry, Arsenal. Hmm. Thanks, guys. Sorry. I guess I guess that, that's an extra two points for us, right? Sorry. Thank you. We appreciate the apology. And it's a meaningless sorry because this could have been resolved last year. It could have been resolved the year before. It could have been resolved during the World Cup break. This could This could have been resolved many, 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 many times. Because we've sat on this podcast a million times discussing how incompetent VAR is, yet they don't fucking do anything to resolve it. So take your sorry and shove it up your fucking ass, Premier League. Seriously, it's fucking meaningless. It means absolutely nothing. Howard Webb going around and grounding the troops. Howard Webb is furious. Oh, he's so mad. Howard Webb, you should take a fucking walk too, my friend, because you're responsible for this. 
Yep. You're trying to act furious. And guess what? Next weekend, nothing will be done. A guy will be suspended. Lee Mason will be suspended for a game. The other guy that was in the Brighton game will be suspended for a game. Then we'll be back in two weeks. And by the time next Monday rolls around, we'll be discussing more VAR errors and we'll forget about this one. So it's, it's fucking meaningless. And it's, and it's for a league this big with this much money to be fucking having these kind of issues. It's embarrassing. And I can't say, sit here and say, this is the best league in the world. The best leagues in the world would not let this happen. Oh, we got to change the rules halfway through uh, after the season. Why? (laughs) Why? Why do you have to change the rules halfway through the season? It's not like you're changing rules that, that are going to affect tactical strategies of, of managers and stuff like that. You're changing, you're changing the staff and the VAR process to get it correct. You don't have to wait for next season for that. And guess what? In the beginning of this fucking season, I heard them say, hey, on these 50-50 calls that are like offsides and like it's, it's the, there's a toe that's off, we're going to give the benefit to the offense. Have you seen that at all this season? Because I haven't. So I haven't seen it at all. I've seen uh, an Arsenal player get called because their toe was offsides. I've seen uh, Holland get called offsides. What game was that where he was, where his ponytail was basically <laughs> offside? He got called for it. I forget what game it was. They, they've I, stopped the play. There's been a lack of continuation like they So found. they released that statement. They've done nothing about it. I've yet to see it, uh, that actually take place on the field. And then you expect me to believe that you're going to actually do something about what happened this weekend. Actions speak louder than words. And your words are fucking meaningless because I've been hearing the same rubbish forever. And it's it's just, I'm done with this whole best league in the world. Actually start showing me that you care about the product. Because VAR is is annoying enough when a goal goes through and I can't even celebrate because I have to wait for the six-minute VAR process. And then... I have to wait for, this is what I co- I, I termed, the coin flip. Because I swear VAR, they're flipping coins in the back. Yeah. There's a bunch of them huddled around quarters and going, hey, <laughs> let's take some time. And then the heads or tails, if this goal is going to stand. And then they flip the coin and then, oh, tails. Tails was uh, the goal's the goal's not going to stand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, call it in. <laughs> it, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke, and I'm I'm tired of it. Arsenal, that offsides call. Brighton got screwed with an offsides call. Wolves got a, a man carded in the first half because the referee felt it was necessary to red card the third guy that ran up to him. I mean, it's just pure fucking incompetence. Pure incompetence that goes on and on and on and on. Yep. And it happens every fucking season. This isn't. It's not just a, a this season thing. It's every season. So Chelsea, there was a handball. They didn't even look at it. I mean, every fucking season this happens. And, you know, it just depends, I guess, if they're in a good mood because Lee Mason, he forgot to do it. So he was so bothered by checking the first ball. He took so much time. He, he was probably like, I don't want to even check the other one. Let's just, it's, it's good. Wow. That's, that's ridiculous. Hey, your relative was in the hospital and, you know, we forgot to connect that IV drip. Sorry. She's alive, but she has permanent lung damage and her life is probably shortened. Fuck. Okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's it's embarrassing. It's super embarrassing. And it's there 
how you do anything is how you do everything when you're a conglomerate that big, when you're a league that big, that is getting the revenue that it is, that has everyone looking because it has all of the ideal matchups right now. And I laugh because while you're completely correct and you're not wrong at all, this is the same league the naysayers against City want to back. I hate to make it about City, but this is a situation where I look at the inconsistency of the league in different departments. I look at a league that was supposed to be investigating City for four plus years and should be having their documents crisp and clean to 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 understand what they want to accuse us of. And within days of getting the report out, there's flaws and they have to retract and edit. And you see the referee and how shit it is. There's been no consistency in a lot of different departments for this league. And to take this league's back on one side of the situation and compared to another, I just think it's funny. You've warned me like a good friend not to back a billionaire. I say, what are we doing when we back the Premier League when it's out when it's trying to out one of its most largest revenue, uh, actually its largest revenue getter? At least according to some major, major companies that do this revenue thing. And we hear the natural, because there's not a many fans and they don't have history, there's no way they have that much revenue. And I don't want to go too far into the investigation because there's going to be a lot pending. And there's no really new updates other than the fact that Deloitte and other people have shown the revenue. They're not City claiming the revenue. It's other people claiming that we had the largest revenue in 2021-2022 at $619 million. But no, somehow, some way, it's not gonna it's not believable that City can do that type of stuff. Little City. Just like, I don't know, it's not believable that the best league in the world can honestly mess up something so obvious and so blatant when someone has a job of simply drawing a line on a screen to determine where the offside is. This is simple. This is not difficult. But, and, and obviously the world should be backing the, uh, the clubs and, and, and an understanding of some right framework here. I just think it's all flaggy, all of it. And Obviously, the city person's going to say what I'm about to say, but it's important that I at least get it out there because I wanted, because it's going to happen again, obviously. And it'll depending on Wednesday, by the way. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's going to happen again. And let me just get it out there. I would be saying the same thing right now about this rulings if it happened to my own club. If on Wednesday, like you just probably predicted, if it benefits my club or it hurts my club, I'm going to be saying the same thing. I'm not taking the side of the Premier League that's just taking this money and getting a game out there and putting these – you saw that they changed the refs. I think that's the first thing I sent you this morning. Mm-hmm. They are so tight They changed right the VAR now. official. Oh, yeah. They, they are, probably just be moved to a game Saturday. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's like, you know, not to bring it to more serious stuff, but, you know, when the, the child molestation scandal happened with the Catholic Church and instead of, you know – taking action on the priest they would just move them to a different church yeah or they can go and molest kids in a different state i mean that's all they do they just move them to a different game 
I mean, it's obviously different standards, but the corruption is is similar. They're not doing anything. Lee Mason should be fired. He was also involved mm-hmm. in two other instances. One, Arsenal's at the helm. And and then the other one was against, I, I forget who it was. It might have been Brighton again. I was reading it earlier, and I, I just forgot. But he's he, three strikes, you're done. It shouldn't even get to that point. You're, you're out. And, and you're not getting moved to the championship. Why the fuck should the championship have to deal with your fucking incompetence? Yep. You're done. Get the fuck yeah. out. Go work at Nando's. They're hiring. They okay? have to. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's just embarrassing. And I hate to say it, but guess where this guy's from? He's from Manchester. So, no. you know, when I hear twats like Gary Neville, who are Manchester fans, always coming down on Arsenal because little Mikel Arteta He's, he's look at how crazy he's acting. He's not acting like a he's not acting nobly like a manager. He's not Shameful. acting like Potter, like a fucking robot, which you know, you have to be a robot as a manager, or else we're not gonna Shameful. like you. And 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 you're doing this and that, and it's so bad. Oh, Arteta, what a bad guy. Look at him. He's riling up the, the fans, he's riling up the crowd. Oh, Richarlison just hit Ramsdale. That's that's Arteta's fault. He started this because he's acting crazy. And and we we have to sit here and act like this is we have these pundits who are gutless who sit here and act like this is such a, a gentleman's game. Meanwhile, you have corruption with the referees, you have corruption with VAR, you have bad calls every week, and then Gary Neville comes out today and says, Oh, it's human error. That happened at United. He he would be fucking. He would be at the Premier League offices himself, and he would be screaming, screaming about it. The corruption is everywhere. These these are oh, they're all fucking biased. And I'm sorry, but Arsenal is always at the the helm of this. I saw fucking Man United, Man City yesterday crowd the ref over that Jack Grealish penalty. Did you yeah. get fined this morning? Sure didn't. No. Okay. Sure didn't. We got fined twice by the FA for crowding the ref. Over two no. blatant handballs, which weren't given. You got the penalty yesterday, didn't you? Sure did. We didn't sure get did. the penalty, and we got fined for it. I saw the wolves surround the ref. One of the guys got red carded, but I'm pretty sure a fine didn't come out. I saw Chelsea. Chelsea surround the ref. Mm-hmm. Nothing from the FA. Mm-hmm. So why yeah, is it always Arsenal? Point. Why is it always Arsenal? I, I, I literally, from the pundits, you have you have pundits. Uh, what's the what's the guy that was I told you was criticizing Tottenham who played for us? Uh, I can't think of his name. Lee Dixon. Uh, Lee Dixon. You have pundits that used to play for Arsenal that go at them. I mean, I'm I'm sick and tired of of mid season World Cup. Sorry, I, I hate to tell you we have 51 points, but do you have two apologies, Orlando? No. I don't care how many points you got. We got two fucking apologies, bitch. You can't beat us. That, that'll get us in first place. We got two apologies from VAR. What do you have? Okay? Oh, I want to know how many points. That's a flex these for. days. We got two fucking apologies. That's my flex. What do you have? 46 uh, points? I have two apologies. It's, I, have it's like, and, I have 112 Trump Premier League charges. That's what I have. Oh, I have 112 Premier League charges. Yeah. But it's just it's just ridiculous. Two apologies we have that are absolutely meaningless because, you know, next game, uh, Arteta, Pep Guardiola, if there's a bad call and Arsenal surrounds the ref, I'm sure we'll be fine for it. I'm sure Arteta will be called a clown in the in the in the post and the the um, in match of the day or whatever. And yeah. it's just it's just it's just shameful. It's just shameful 
Um, Lee, Lee Mason still has a job. It's unbelievable. Still has a job. Like I said, they'll just move him to a different church. They'll just move him to a different game. He just won't ref Arsenal or VAR Arsenal the rest. Okay. We'll take your corruption somewhere else. Here, have him. Have him, West Ham yeah. United. Yeah, that's real nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah. There has to be there has to be a, a thorough review in the in the in the summer as to what next steps they can take. Um, but let the record show like City being charged and with the league being shit with refs, all of this stuff needs to go to an independent commission. They need to be run by independent people. And if you say or scream, well, that's the system already placed with refereeing, then I'm telling you then it's not good enough, clearly. And there needs to be a true understanding of it and a true uh, 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 whatever. And if I'm not mistaken, these refs also get into UEFA too. They also get it. I mean, all of it, it, it all, what are we going to do? What, what are, where are we going to get these refs? We, you want Ukrainian guys coming in? I mean, do we want to uh, get the Bundesliga guys to switch it? I mean, do we just switch with other countries? I mean, there's so many different ways to go with this, but what needs to be understood is a clear landscape for VAR because you even have it in separate, mis, uh, different, understood and rules implemented in different ways in other countries is what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say so th- there's not even a consistency from one to the other you know it's it's when you play in italy you're dealing with it from, from how italians do it and italians i don't know if you watch it Garcia, they are very free and laissez-faire with it and mm-hmm. you i mean it's v- there's a penalty almost every. I've got to see the numbers, but I feel like there's a lot more penalties in City A than any other league because I watch it and they are quick to give it with VAR, quick to give it. Yeah, but um, I'm sure it's consistent though, right? That's yeah, the there's point. a lot more consistency to, to it. More yeah. consistent. When we had Martinelli had a call against West Ham that was offsides right before the half. They took eight minutes <laughs> to measure up and see if his heel was offsides and. The point is they took – they made sure they did everything they could to prove that wasn't a goal. Saturday, yeah. they couldn't fucking be bothered. Yep. They checked it. Oh, this is taking forever. We're not even going to check the second one. There's yeah. no fucking consistency. That needs to happen. Consistency. Champions yeah. League just just put in this new system where, you know, and the World Cup had it where you have that offsides view. And mm-hmm. it's like computer-generated. You're the fucking Premier League. What? What? You're not short on money. Nope. You should have said, "Hey, that's really cool. Let's get that in this week. We'll try yeah. it out. We'll test it out. Let's test it in the Championship. Let's yeah. test it in the the FA Cup, and then we'll implement it after the World Cup." That just shows you they're not interested at all in fixing this. That's nah. why I fucking laugh at Howard Webb. He's furious. Howard Webb's done nothing. Has done fuck all this whole fucking season. He should lose his job. Yeah, he should be gone too. Yeah, at the end of the day, it comes. It's on him. And if there's not, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not keeping up with Howard Webb and this situation and and all throughout the year. If he's been consistent, if he does a weekly meeting or conference, a presser, you know, discussing all the major rules or situations that happened, that that would be one thing. But. I'm not seeing that. There's not a consistency there, and there's got to be accountability because there's a person behind a desk. You know, I send you the the, the woman who recently got hired uh, with the Premier League and how she's moving forward, but she's an out United fan. And again, just clear cut examples as to how this league has bias in it in all several ways. Why do you believe a fucking report against City when we've already been proven innocent? But 
again, I just don't understand. I just don't understand why we're just going to take the league side on one thing and then now we're getting shitted on the performance. The one thing you can actually think we would protect, which is the fucking product on the field, the direct thing we're watching, the only thing we really truly care about. They still can't get him, get it consistently wrong or consistently right. It'd be another thing if, like, we knew the call was wrong, right? Every time this scenario happened, we knew they were going to understand it wrong, and it was happening. We'd be like, damn, at least they're consistently wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that's not the case. They just have to look internally, vote on it in the summer, and then maybe we'll get the decision we want. No, they're wrong on this. They're wrong on that. They're wrong on situations where they're complete opposite one week. They're completely different the next week. It's all a sham. It's yeah. all fucked. And that's that's shit, dude. That's shit. Here's my last point before we move on. I would listen to the Super League proposal at this point. <laughs> Fuck it. Seriously. <laughs> you guys aren't going to make changes. You guys are going to constantly affect our results. That's that's five points. Whoa. That's five points that we've been cost this season directly. Five points. The admitted call in, in Man United, we go up one nothing at Old Trafford, that's a different game. Yeah. We win or lose, it's a different game. Yeah. And you admitted the call was wrong. This game, mm-hmm. we, we got outplayed 100%, but we also got outplayed in leads, and we won that game one nothing. Exactly. So I don't I don't care that we got outplayed. It it was the wrong call. You admitted it, and you admitted that you just forgot to look to look it up. Well, we'll That's do five it. points. So if I'm listening to the Super League proposal at this point, because I, the Premier League doesn't seem to have the interest of Arsenal or other clubs that are getting wrongly done by their by their by their referees every week. They don't seem to have interest in in any of those clubs. So fuck it, listen to it. And and, and to be clear, take it from a neutral's perspective. Team X gets outplayed but has the better performance or better quality of players and still manages to have that one moment to break away and get the 1-0 win is a thing in the sport. Do not act like what Brian is bitching about is the fact that while getting outplayed, they don't get help to win the game. They get the win. They get their goal. The other team gets help by getting a, a, a draw. That is the issue here. And yes, the other team performed better. No one's disputing that inconsistency. But like we've noted with what Arsenal, what City have done in years past, it is the fact that you are capable of getting a a winning result while not necessarily playing your best performance. And that is what champions do. It is an it is a DNA level. It, it is monte, it's landmarks as the journey goes. That you can say, you can look back and say, ah, that 4-1 slashing at Liverpool that one year. Ah, that 6-3 smashing that we had against United. Ah, the game right after Villa, right after we get charged, we look like our fucking selves again. Landmark moments like that in a season that you can look back and say, that's championship DNA. It was then when we started to see the real shit. And you take that away from an arsenal. You take that away from a city. You take that away from a... Uh, I can't even think of the next one who probably deserves it. Our arsenal would be number one. I can't think of the next... Because it's not City. I don't think... I mean, other than the United one, we probably haven't been fucked more than Chelsea. Probably more than a couple other clubs. But 
yeah, you can probably do the tallies. I'm sure someone out there is keeping up of all the evidence, and they're going to yeah. come out with it at the end of the year. You know that's the case. There's so many analytical people now that the points are going to be counted for when all these rules and how that – I mean, the Chelsea-West Ham initial with the Mendy um, – with the Mendy goal given up. I mean, there's so much shit. So <laughs> and it came back on them this week. Yeah. It's like we said on the podcast. Yeah. Remember what we said? It always yeah. swings around, which yeah. I don't even want to laugh at anymore because it needs to be corrected because it always yeah. swings around, seems to happen. And that's not how it should happen. We'd laugh, but then we're, it's individual results. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think, I think Tuchel was the, was the, was the coach, was the manager when they played West Ham. Now it's Potter. That result could have affected Potter. Did that result affect? It could have. It could. It, they got Chelsea got the win, but say they lost and they were on the other end of that. That could have affected two separate coaches. So yes, exactly. You can't just use that. It's swung around. Mm-hmm. There's different points of the season. There's different things happening. There's different stakes. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. mean, it's that's not. I, I hate when uh, rival fans do that. Well, remember when we played us in 1967, and you know. <laughs> It's just an I, I hate that. It's stupid. It has nothing to do with another. Yeah, I agree. But I gotta I gotta expand like, on hey, this. You know, I freaking I stabbed your mother, but remember when you know we were ten and you pushed me down the slide? <laughs> we're even. Yeah, exactly. Uh I gotta expand on this whole super league thing. I mean, obviously you're you're wanting your wait, wait. before we move over, I have to ask you this. Uh-huh. Last year we weren't doing the podcast. Man City versus Everton, Rodri handball. Was that the right or the wrong call? Oh, I remember this play distinctively. Uh, yeah, I think it was a handball. Okay. And yeah, and, I, and how many points did you win last year by the league? Oh, this is an excellent point. We won by one point. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the point. These things, hey. these things have huge stakes. It's not just a game. It's not just a game in February. This, isn't, you, this isn't a league that has playoffs. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. So you're this right. is this is this is this has huge stakes. No, so this yeah. can't be the best league in the world when you have things like this constantly yeah. being done. I'm sure we can point to one from two seasons ago, and maybe it went against Man City. I'm not trying to pick on Man City here. No, I'm no, no, no. that's checkmate. That's checkmate to your point. Any any naysayer to what you're trying to say and what we've been talking about, we both agree on this. That is case in point. We won the league, and the only reason I admit that it's a handball one because it fucking was, and then two because my own manager admitted it too. By yes. The way. Yes, Pep exactly. came out and admitted it. And I'm not going against Pep, as you clearly have seen me through the pods. Yeah. Not happening. So, yeah, absolutely. And your case and in I'm point. I'm sure anyone? we can find one from two seasons ago yep. and three exactly. seasons ago. Exactly. You know? So it, it's just – it's ridiculous. And what, what, what was the Super League point before we get on to the results? Okay, you're a top club. You're going to be good for quite some time. <laughs> Europe has arsenal to fear and as they should. Everyone's in sync. We've talked about the three factors. You got them all lined up. For you to be open to the Super League speaks to the negative connotation to your feelings about the Prem right now. Right now. But my question is simple. If your commitment to the Super League meant a dropping of one other domestic run, would you be open to it? I think obviously title this year. No, 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 no. So, for example, uh, you take the Super League, but you've now lost either the FA or the Carabella. The Carabella can can go see you later with (laughs) Lee Mason and Howard Webb. 
I will show them the door. It'll be a triple sacking. <laughs> so you're definitely going with it. Yeah. I'm just saying, at this point, what can we do to put pressure on the Premier League? Yeah. Well, start flirting with the Super League again. Maybe they'll fucking wake up. Did Arsenal ever? I know most of the English yes, clubs. Yes, There was a but huge the... fucking um, protest by Arsenal fans against yeah. Kroenke, and Kroenke woke up. He woke up. So... Uh, kind of, uh-huh. it was a good, it was a good thing ultimately because there was a protest and people act like these protests don't work, but they do. They oh, do fuck work. yeah, they do. They fuck yeah, work. they do. Out, out there, at least, they sure do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right, let's talk about the results. Uh, we might as well just start with our two teams. Um, so I was thinking too, we can go through these results quickly. Uh-huh. We can end this podcast and then we could do a thirty-minute. Man City Arsenal preview. Release that as a separate podcast tomorrow. Let's do that. Okay, cool. So let's get through these results quick. Uh, I'm just going to talk about Arsenal Brentford. I'm very worried about this game Wednesday. Uh, it, like I said, I, I I've seen my team play bad uh, this year and come out with a result, and I thought we were on our way to that, but it was frustrating. Saliba got absolutely bullied by Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been honestly. There's a thing with Arsenal fans where they they pick a favorite player and then they can do no wrong, and then they usually pick on another player that can do no right. Uh, and Ketia has been at the, the butt of that. Sambi Lakanga has been at the butt of that of the people that can't do any right. Saliba it was one of those people who can't do anything wrong, but you have to criticize him now. He has been shaky as fuck since yeah. the World Cup. Gabriel's been our best defender. Ben White he's had three or four bad games in a row. He was pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. I would consider putting Tomiyasu in and right back against Man City. I would feel Whoa. a lot better. Yes. What? Yeah. I'm saving that for the quality. quality I don't want to go down that path. I don't want to go down that path yet. Keep going. Okay. Zinchenko, I, I that was probably his worst game in an Arsenal uniform. Did nothing. Really? He was shooting from 40. He looked like he looked he looked like he was lost, kind of. Yeah. Um Jaka looks like he's getting very leggy. I'm very worried about him. Um, he looks like he's lost his legs. He played a lot in the World Cup. He was the captain of Switzerland. Um, and he's slow as fuck to begin with. So him losing his legs, he's looking like prime Jorginho, who we also have. Uh, and then Martinelli's been terrible. And uh, we'll save it for the preview, but Leandro Sassard comes in, scores a goal. Leandro uh-huh. Sassard was our most dangerous player in the FA Cup versus Man City. He was. Mm, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking Martinelli needs to ride bench. But it was a concerning performance. And, um, yeah, I think, listen, Rome was not built in one day. And Mm -hmm. to go from where we were two, three years ago to being first place in mid-February, that's a hell of an improvement. But the job is not done. I was very reluctant to say we're going to win it all. I said it about a month ago. I'm starting to feel like I jumped the gun and I should have stuck to my guns. However, there's always going to be things you have to come against. Rocky beats Apollo Creed. Clubber Lang comes along. He beats Clubber Lang. Ivan Drago comes along. There's always going to be things you have to do. We look great against teams that play us. They come to play ball. Teams that say, hey, we're going to play a 4-4-2, and that 4-4-2, that 4-4 is going to be a low block, and we're going to give you no fucking space. 
we need to figure out how to defeat that. That is right now. We figured out how to defeat Apollo Creed. We've defeated him in the rematch. <laughs> now we have Clubber Lang, who is the low block, and we need to figure that out. And honestly, I think when we play these low block teams, one, Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. I'm wearing his jersey today for a reason, his kit. Oh, nice. We severely missed Jesus in these games. Go back to the Wolves game before the World Cup break. Low block, 0-0. Zero, zero. Not many chances in the first half. Come yeah. out in the second half. Jesus makes a run to the left wing. Drops a good ball to Fabio Vieira. Fabio Vieira to Odegaard. Goal. Opens up the game. Jesus's movement, his ability to be all over the fucking pitch. He could yeah. be playing left back one second. Striker the next second. False nine the next second. I mean, he's everywhere. And sure. his ability to not only have great movement in those areas, but his dribbling's insane. He keeps that ball close to his body. And oh. if there's three defenders in front of him, I think Jesus eight times out of ten can get through them. Or he can yeah. pick a pass to get through them. He's very, very good at that. And you, out of all people, would probably know that. I'm yeah. sure he was very effective in, in games that, you know, people parked the bus against City, you know. So yeah. I feel like we severely miss him. Hopefully he comes back in a couple weeks. He is the best pressure adding striker in the Premier, probably in all of Europe, in my humble opinion. I don't think anybody, um, on top of all the things you just said, I think I don't think anybody like Gabriel Jesus presses on the ball when they don't have it. Um, I think he's the hardest working striker. I, I love Gabriel Jesus, so I can't speak yeah. uh, enough of him. My question to you about the Brentford game is this. What is, okay, so obviously and, you're talking and, about Brentford's great. Let's just say that. They are yeah. a really fucking good team, man. I'm very impressed by them. The, the, it was a counter fight. The, the timing of it, I think. Obviously, we both know that the goal shouldn't have been allowed, but the notion yeah. that they came right back to be mm -hmm. able to you know, stay in the game was, I think, the more impressive part. I guess my concern right now is, what is it, and maybe you just answered it, what is it that's making Arsenal struggle lately? Because I feel like, yes, you're talking about the low block and maybe the scheme from the other team. But, I mean, it didn't necessarily look good against a team that's going to try to go out and attack you against us, too. I felt I feel like for, there's something just stagnant going on. It's not been the beautiful football that we've been seeing all year long. Looks a little and, lethargic. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like what City have been doing. The passing, the movement. I mean, are the, are the young boys tired right now? Can Kirby. we go? Can we get a five day break? That would be nice, kind of thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Arsenal's situation, but all I know is that what I've been seeing. Because remember, I've been like, I've been seeing it all year, and I've been saying, "Dude, championship, get the fuck out of here." These dudes are running it. It's crazy how good they are. But right now, I've been like, "What in the hell?" You you would think all of, we just had the World Cup two weeks ago, and all of them played for their country and started. And all of them went into the final. Yeah, well, they all, the starting eleven has played a lot of games, um, and and I'm gonna say it again. Yeah. This is why. This is why. Stan Kroenke should have put his money on the table mm. and said, "Hey, you want you need an extra twenty mil? We're gonna do it because we have a great opportunity here." That yeah. was not a go for the title. We really, really want to win this thing kind of window. Yeah, that was a hey, we'll shore up our bench kind of thing, which they could have really, really made an impact. 
Joe Felix. I think he would have been good. I'll say the name for you that I'm thinking right off the top of my head. Yuri. Mm. Yuri Tillemans right now would probably be quality. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. But I think Caicedo would have been better. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. But I'm talking, I mean, I, I said the, I'm, I, the first name I come to is Yuri when you say 20 million. Yeah. No, I'm here's 20, million. 20 million more than what, what they, what, what, uh, like, Shakhtar Dinesh was asking for what Brighton was asking for. Put 20 on top of that. Overpay a little bit. Hey, Joe Felix sounds like he wants to stay at Chelsea. I know there's no option to buy, but I'm sure they can work something out in the summer if he likes to stay there. So maybe that $15 million loan fee wouldn't sound that bad. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, if we had Joe Felix yesterday, I think that's probably a 2-1 win, even with the Lee Mason fuckery. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, and and we'll talk about it in the city game. But I think it's going to be a different type of game. Um, there's there's a lot of space. Even yesterday, in the Aston Villa game, there was still a lot of space for Ollie Watkins. Yeah, uh, we'll break it down. There's a lot of space back there, so I think it's a different type of game. However, yeah, we'll uh, I think there's going to be a lot of space for City as well because I think defensively we've looked pretty shaky since the World Cup. So. Yeah. Um, We'll see what I predict in the in the in the thing, but yeah, uh, and I, I wanted to stop you and give Brentford credit because I didn't mention them once, but they're a good fucking team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They... Ivan Tony, I, he's going to be somebody that Brentford gets a hundred million for or close to it, because if if fucking, I think he's one of the best strikers in Europe. I'm going to say it. That wow. dude is a beast. Yeah, he is. You can't name me. You can probably name me five guys. Before I would stop you and say, "Hey, I think Ivan Tony's better than that guy." Uh, you got like- better than him, Holland. Um, for me, Jesus is a false nine. Harry Kane, of course, uh, would be three. Who else we got? Um, I mean, in the world, strikers. Yeah. I mean, I'm just listing top strikers. I'm not gonna say that yeah, they're yeah, better, yeah. Or, but if like I'm just listing them out. All right. Go ahead. Lewandowski, I'd still probably put better than Ivan Tony. Uh, older. So I'm going right now. Awesomeman, Awesomeman, to me are the Holland, best. Three. Kane, Dowski, Benzema, Benzema. I forgot him. Um, That's five. That's what I'm saying. You get to yeah. um real quick. He he's got it all. He's got the hold up yeah. game. He's got the link up play. He's a deadly finisher. That he's strong as fuck. It, he's one, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I agree. Strong as fuck. That guy's a top ten striker in Europe, and I'm 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 shocked. Even last summer, somebody didn't go in for him because he was good last year too. Um, yeah, but, he was. but he could be banned next year, so maybe not. I forgot about that. You know, maybe he put in a bet to Lee Mason. <laughs> <laughs> no man, you light bulb moments. A light bulb just went off. Hey, hey, you can't go down that path. I man. can, and I just fucking did. This is our podcast. How do you know? I mean, seriously, how do you how do you know? We have a gambler here who's gambling on the outcome of the games, and you have Lee Mason, who's a spineless, gutless mutt. I'm starting to hear how you nematodes come up with believing this shit against City here. If we're out here believing wild, unorthodox shit hey, like this. If there's a fire and you got gasoline and matches in your hand, guess what? You're a suspect, motherfucker. I am a suspect, but the good the matches the are Ivan Turner and get the gasoline <laughs> Mason. Come that, man, 
<laughs> that man's just think I'm, about I'm that man's around, cell phone. But, mm, I mean, that yeah. man's cell phone is being tracked by the country, bro. That man is making so many bets. Yeah. You know, he's got a bookie, bookie nah, on. I'm fucking around, now. but that is. I might run with it later. I might be on the conspiracy forums typing shit in. I would <laughs> love for a story to break sometime soon that. Ivan Tony suspended indefinitely, and the reason why is that during the investigation, they have found that he's been in communication with refs on certain bets. And if that breaks, I'm telling you right now, we better go fucking viral and sponsors line up, because that would be next level prediction, dude. That would be incredible. I mean, mm, you're not, I'm it's not saying. that far-fetched in fairness. There's a correlation here. Which is the man likes to bet and he's legit has access to refs, I'd imagine. <laughs> I'm just saying, if there was a funny result in baseball and Pete Rose showed up, hey, <laughs> let's dance. It's <laughs> a good name drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move on to these other games. Uh, you want to go straight to your game or you want to leave that for the end since it was the last game of the weekend? Well, second to yeah, last. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We can keep it moving. Whatever's best for you. All right, let's go back to Saturday. Another bad uh, decision. We said it uh, on the podcast. West Ham was robbed by a Mendy uh, foul that wasn't a foul. And we said these things usually swing around. And sure enough, swing, swing, motherfuckers. Um, Blatant handball by Suchek. One of the best saves of the weekend, quite frankly. And um, yeah, VAR wasn't even wasn't even rang. They didn't even bother yeah. with Lee Mason. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even bother calling Lee Mason. They say he's probably sleeping. It's very early, or you know, it is lunchtime. So maybe he's at fucking Nando's. But um, yeah, one one result. Uh, I thought Chelsea looked really good in the beginning. Uh, Felix, like I said, guy looks good. Arsenal mm-hmm. paid an extra ten and had him. He probably would have picked Arsenal over Chelsea. Um, yeah, no, for good. sure. Enzo with so. a great, great dime, and then West Ham get a goal back, and really Chelsea go back in their um, went back in their hole in the second half. Uh, there was also an offsides call that was very close. Uh, the Premier League said they would give those close calls to the offense. They didn't. Shocker! Uh-huh. They're not man to their <laughs> word. Wow, surprising. Um, Shock alert! Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was a pretty good game. I actually enjoyed watching that game and one one. I think West Ham's probably happy with that. They went down early, uh-huh. and it looked like Chelsea were going to run away with it. But uh-huh. West Ham uh, get a get a point at home. Chelsea get a point on the road. And I'm hearing. Do you hear that? Uh-huh. Potter out. Potter out. I'm hearing chants of Potter out. <laughs> you I'm think? Seeing a lot of. I saw it all over Twitter. A wow. famous reporter in the U.S. Tw- tweeted Potter out, who's also a Chelsea fan. Wow. Very famous report who broke the story of Ronaldo to Sporting Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> he tweeted Potter out. I'm hearing lots of chants. I heard there was rumblings in the stadium of Potter out. Um, uh, did you watch this game? And what do you think about Potter out? Oh, my gosh. Potter out. Potter out sounds like some sort of like 
new spray that you put on your lawn that's going to make sure you get weeds and shit out of uh, your lawn. It's going to make it clean. Uh, this household here is Potter Inn, and I'm talking about Hogwarts Legacy because I've been playing <laughs> that all weekend. <laughs> Dude, that game is incredible. Watching that game just amazing. This Brian, this, this game in particular, one of three games all uh, from the weekend we did not get a single fucking point from. And had this game gone cor- correctly, had this game gone correctly, it was Ryan, it was going to be two one, and I was it was going to be two to one, and yeah. you would have picked it fucking perfectly. Yep. VAR is finding a way to fuck you just yeah. out of spite. That actually, dude. that might be the next thing we have to investigate. Yeah, they're looking directly <laughs> into you. I, I would I would call up a few lawyers and see what's happening here. West Ham Chelsea were for one too early for me. Fuck that. Specifically for two clubs that I don't like. Um. Enzo Dime was great. Potter out, I'm a little – and this is only because I, I think I saw this in a statement too. I think what I saw was the club is backing Potter for not months but years, if I saw that correctly. That's and such a wild thing to say because – It's such a wild thing to say. If, let's, let's, really just, let's paint a hypothetical scenario. Mm-hmm. 17, 16 more games left. Mm-hmm. Let's say the next six games, he gets two points. You're still oh, going to back him for years? Oh, God. Let's say they get slapped by Borussia Dortmund. That's the key, I think. And let's see if they get two, two, three points out of the next six games. Yeah. You're still backing your boy for years? That's insane to say. Insane. Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree. Isn't that, right? I got to agree. Am, I, get, am I right or am I being rash? No, you're not being rash because it's – look at the club that we're talking about. We're not talking yeah. about a club that historically are okay with dealing with you know years of getting it right. It's months of figuring it the fuck out and then still competing at the end. And that's why I say they get slapped by Dortmund. Holy shit, he should be shaking in his boots because you cannot get slapped by a feeder club. There's no way. No way Chelsea should be getting slapped by Dortmund. And – to be honest with you, they might because Dortmund yeah, have been playing well. Look at the form. Yeah. Yeah. Dortmund have been playing well. They got Gio Reyna, who I don't know if you've been paying attention, but ever since we started talking about his mommy and daddy, homie's been showing up as a super sub and has been killing it. Has been killing it. He's telling people fire's to shut been the fuck lighted. Up. Yeah. Whatever's got it. Man, I don't know. There's, there's, yeah. Fire's been yeah, lighted, lit. <laughs> but lighted. Uh, I, I want to roll up to that. I don't know. You're high. Just as high as me right now. And I'm, I am loody right now. Uh, but, like, I don't know. It's something about players getting lit up and finding a way to get the fire. And then, like, clubs find a way to get that. that just yeah, we'll talk about fire. that later. Yeah, we'll talk about them later. But I just really think that Dortmund slapped Chelsea. And that is when I will start to say, I'm sorry, the European success for this club, it matters to them a lot more than people think. So that's when I'll say they can really start thinking about it. But right now, you painted me that scenario, and I really think that the argument that Potter has to Bowley is I need time with the boys, and firing me now would do more harm than good. And I really do think he can push that argument. I'm not going to lie. that I've been, in a, I've been in an office where I've, had, I've been on the side of a coaching staff where the coach, my head coach is making that argument. And – what they say back to you is always the same fucking thing because these owners don't get it. These chancellors, these boards, they don't get it. 
the moment you make the statement, it's doing more harm if you fire me now because of the situation. They always say this. Well, how much time is it going to take? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is such a Neanderthal type thing for me. And I'm not saying this because it's Chelsea and Potter. Fuck, fuck them. If it's if it were me, I'd fire. I'd wake up to the news of he's out, and I'd laugh. I'd have a good time with it. All right. But if we're just being honest here, the answer to your question is not clear cut. Like what you expected, seventeen days. <laughs> I mean, I, there's no answer to that. Look at the schedule. Look at who they have. Look at what they have going on. Look at who you're asking that question to. A man who changes. Uh, formations like he changes underwear the guy has no consistency to what he's doing so to answer that question honestly you're not going to get the right answer because the right answer is more than a year i think he truly needs more than a year for that thing to start heading in the ship that it's going that he did he get appointed what was it october Oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, uh, September, but no, I think it was actually October because I they think keep September like was. This. He's not lasting till uh, next October. I don't give a fuck what they said. We know Todd Bowley's not a man of his fucking word. The guy, right. the guy if the guy goes on a forum tomorrow and sees uh, some some people saying to, they want Potter out and they want Zinazine Zidane in, yeah, he might make the call because he's fucking rash. You're not wrong, but. If that happens, then it's on Bowley and it's not on Potter. At the end of the day, I can make fun of Potter being a banana all I fucking want. And it's laughable and you and I can joke about it and he's a banana and ha 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 ha. Look at the banana running Chelsea. But we all know he's a banana and Bowley hired the banana. Don't get mad at the banana for being a banana. Don't get mad at the banana. I I like bananas too, specifically with honey and peanut butter. But yeah, pause. But I mean, come on. Don't it's not on Potter if he gets sacked this early. If he told you he needs time, if you look at his record, it's not gonna be fixed in a fucking day. You didn't hire Pep. You didn't hire Mikel. Well, even Mikel would need a year or two, in my humble opinion. I don't think he's quite he there. Need a year or two. Yeah, exactly. But I don't the think difference is they backed him. The the difference is Potter got six hundred million in investments right away. For Half of that was two cool investments but you can't yeah. complain about 300 mil no, arteta didn't hit the 300 mil mark to his third season i was you about hit to that ask in you fucking you know, three months yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. it's you a little you're... bit of a difference i, I mentioned What's that with you? ten hog last week and and this is this yeah, it's is apples and bananas it's apples and bananas yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing about um potter that would worry me if i was a chelsea fan and i'm not i hate that despicable club <laughs> but <laughs> Um, his lack of reaction to that egregious handball. This is a good point. Was kind of worrying. He didn't yeah. seem like he cared on the field, and yeah, even the post conference, he didn't seem like he cared either. You're not seeing you the can, fight from your man. You right? can bash Arteta all you want. I, I I do think his theatrics are a little bit uh much sometimes. He's a little annoying. I can see why other teams think he's annoying. But give me Arteta all day. Other than a Absolutely. gutless manager who's sitting there with his arms crossed, staring yep. at corruption at its finest right in front of him. Yep. Okay? Yep. I'd rather a guy go to bat for me and make himself look stupid, make himself look like a dancing idiot, yep. uh, than, than somebody sitting there and, and taking your, your club get screwed. Mm-hmm. So that, that seems a little concerning to me. Mm-hmm. And you need some kind of 
some kind of uh, bravado to, to be at Chelsea. I don't think yeah. this is the club where you can just sit there and be noble Graham Potter, you know? I really don't. I think you'll not get eaten place. alive very quick because yes. I'm not fucking coming here saying Potter out. Like I said, I can give a fuck. If Potter right. continues losing, Potter in for me. Yeah, exactly. Life Potter contract. at the wheel. I, I yeah. enjoy it. Um, I'm not the one saying it. I saw it all online. I saw it all. I, I heard that there were chants at the stadium. Uh, yeah. Potter out. So this isn't yeah. me. This is the Chelsea fan base. When this you have, awesome. a, when you start a culture of recycling coaches after a couple bad results, the fans get used point. to that. And now yeah. the fans push for that culture because that's what they've yeah. expected. You've set the standard for that. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Like I said, I'm Potter in. I think he's a great manager. I appreciate his results of a point here, a point there, a point there, a point there. And uh, he should he should stay there for years. I, I'm enjoying his uh, his tenure. <laughs> what would you pick in this Champions League game Wednesday? Borussia Dortmund. That's a home oh, game. They're playing great at home. Their home form is incredible. New stadium, I believe they have. Like 80,000 stadium, 80,000 fan stadium. Um 80,000 seat stadium. Sorry, I'm fucking jumbling my words today. He's late. Super Bowl weekend, Dano. Um, <laughs> what would you pick? Easy, easy 4 1. Easy 4 1 for Dortmund. Easy, easy. There's not even a question. I think Dortmund yeah, are running at a pace right now. I mean, it's just the fluidity. I've seen Dortmund. I've been watching Dortmund. I'm telling you, I'm on Jude Alert, dude. The fact I am at on home, Jude dude. Alert. Yeah, that's another thing. That place. You want to talk about home field? You talk talk about consistency. We talk about Anfield. We talk about all that stuff. The Sagan Park is ridiculous. That yeah. place is a fortress for as long as I've been keeping up with the game. That place has been a fortress. And I'm talking about that team has good years, bad years, great years, shit years, all years. Fortress. Dortmund are next level. So no place that no way, uh, no chance that place is not gonna be rocking. Um, yeah, I'd say four one. Shit, four two, maybe, if Chelsea can get something yeah. going. They're Back gonna shit their pants, home. bro. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna shit their pants. Think about the players that are Thank on that God roster. Yeah. Yeah. Even the coach, there's not one level of seasoned shh, I got this. Follow me and come on. Ooh, Asbilicueta? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. God, the little little guy. Yeah, come on. No one's that they're gonna get um, shit on, bro. I tell you what, if if your prediction comes through, those those potter out rumbles we heard from that were reported from West Ham Stadium. They're yeah. not gonna be. They're not gonna be rumbles. You're gonna. You're gonna be seeing Chelsea fan channels. Or it, it's gonna be Chelsea fan channels and chill tomorrow night or Wednesday night <laughs> yes. if that happens. Get the, yes. get the popcorn ready. Get the movie yeah. theater candy out, baby. We're watching some Chelsea fan TV tonight, baby. This is prime time. <laughs> this is prime viewing. This is Last of Us kind of thing. Are you liking that show? I, I told you it was gonna be a great show. It's Did I not deliver on it? It's easily, I know it's early in the year, but it's easily show of the year running for me. It's absolutely insane how incredible that show has been. It doesn't miss. doesn't miss. That that episode, Yeah, every insane. last minute was just crazy, dude. He's we'll finally getting to the brother, which I'm stoked about. Yeah, 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 that'll be a good one. Um, we'll talk about it at the end, though. But 
let's go through these uh these other results quickly and then we'll get to city and we'll get to um yeah we'll get to city and then we'll stop this one and, and do a a, a strict uh, arsenal man city preview where we discuss nothing else but the game wednesday um, oh, yeah so yeah uh crystal palace brighton one one draw uh-huh. Um, Brighton, we mentioned, was another victim of VAR this weekend. The coin flip did not go their way. They were screwed. Yeah. And VAR actually drew lines to the wrong defender. Yep. I mean, that's almost bad as, hey, we just forgot. They were measuring the wrong defender. Yep. I mean, this is this is preschool stuff at this point. I, 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 it's just, it Shame enrages up. me. It enrages me. You drew, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely embarrassing. And this dunce was going to be put on the Arsenal Man City game. Yeah. And yeah. pulled him off. Howard <laughs> Webb did that. Like I said, that's not enough. Get rid of his no. ass. He's not good enough to do the job. He really isn't. I mean, it's embarrassing. But 1-1, that's a good result for Crystal Palace. Honestly, Brighton have been on form. Um, they may have gotten help from VAR, but it's a 1-1 at the end of the day. And um, did you watch the game? Anything to say? No. This is another game that we got three points. Uh, both of us got robbed. Didn't get anything out of. <laughs> did I anybody three... have a two-one Brighton, and we got screwed by VAR? No, you had two nil. You had two nil Brighton. Well, I would have got so... the win. So fuck you, VAR. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 fucking shameful, man. With some of these games. Just a w- quick recap. That's um, three games in a row that I got fucked on. West Ham, Chelsea, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Brentford. And fucking Crystal Palace. That's three. We've only talked That's about three, three games, by the way, if you've been listening. <laughs> That's exactly right. All three of those, you, neither of us got shit on. So, yeah. Abysmal. Abysmal. Uh, Matoma didn't score for me. Fuck off. And Every time you pick him, he doesn't score. He's I'm done with him. Score not touching him again. Weekend. <laughs> yeah, you better pick him too, because it's got it's gonna work. That's, so because yeah, that's a good strategy. Lord, I'm not touching him. Uh, for the Arsenal Brentford game, and Kentia didn't do shit for you. Nope. And then West Ham Chelsea. Um, neither of us were ballsy yeah, enough to pick any of those bastards. I got I got two goals though because I picked Madison and Salah, and Salah mm-hmm. scored today. So oh, he did. That. That's right. Shout yeah. out. <clears throat> um. We brought up James Madison, so let's take a walk to the King Power. And uh, you predicted a four to one score for Dortmund Chelsea. Well, it was a four to one score against Leicester City and uh, Leicester City against Spurs, and yeah. it was a real slapping. Oh. Spurs high off that Man City, that Man City win, coming into the King Power and getting absolutely dismantled. And the ramifications of this match go further than just that match on Saturday. Bentoncourt oh, out for the season. Yeah. He's Basuma out for two months, ankle surgery. What? No midfield. Bagel FC is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole in the middle of your midfield. And, yeah, for me, this is not even me being a, a, a Spurs despiser, but you come in, you're coming into places with the Hoiberg, who's already – He's going to run out of steam because he played mm-hmm. in Denmark and he's older. Yeah. You're coming in with the Hoiberg Saar midfield. You're coming in with the fucking Hoiberg skip midfield. <laughs> like I said, there's a hole in the middle of your pitch. Oh. And uh, for me, that's the end of top four for Spurs. I think I think Newcastle, even with their other another gutless 1-1, 
I think they 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 should probably feel like that's a win for them because Spurs get severely weakened. I'm yeah. sorry, you can't go into teams. Their, their midfield already was questionable with the way they set up because that two man midfield gets overrun a lot in these big games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're coming in with Sar, who looks promising, but he's not ready. Skip, uh, the only Skippy I know is Peanut Butter. Uh, he's not a football <laughs> player, and. Hoiberg just he's so hit or miss to begin with and you got to think he's going to have to be the anchor for that midfield and he's just going to wear down so yeah this was a this was a big one oh yeah and I'd say that it's really hard to tell with this game I mean it's you don't know Tottenham coming off that win oh no oh no it was predicted for these fucks they got their annual we beat city trophy and they shit the bed I wanted it to fucking be three to one, but fucking somehow they got four to one. I got fucked still, even though I got it right. Madison got, scored for I you. got fucked by VAR. You got fucked by a man named Eric Dyer. <laughs> yes. I mean that man he's, he's awful. And this is the thing about this is the thing about Tottenham. I just for some reason Daniel Levy gets involved when they play City and they just start to just ah, they gotta like come out and just be absolute Roman soldiers and just play to, like, the best they've ever played. I don't understand. They were so bad. They made Leicester look like prime Barcelona. Yeah, those goals were amazing. It was ridiculous. And if you didn't pay attention to the game, I'll make it worse for you, Tottenham fans. You had the early lead. one nothing. They came back and went one on you, two on you, and then it was it was actually three one before the half. Oh. Second half there were no goals. That's no. They crazy. scored one. Leicester scored in the second half. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. The Harvey Barnes goal, I'm pretty sure, was in the second half. The Harvey Barnes goal was yeah. in the second half. You're right. Yeah. So it was two to one at the half because I know they scored back to back goals pretty fast. Yep. No, Iniacho three one at half. Iniacho got a goal before halftime. And then there you go. The, the fourth goal was in the 81st minute. There you go. So it was three to one at the half. Dude, yep. that's that's shout out to Kalichi. I mean, yeah. former former city player. Love him. Started with us when he got to the Prem. So I, I, I love Kalichi. But yeah, Tottenham were way through, I mean, just to rag on them, but wasting too much time on this bullshit. Fuck them. They're not getting top four. They have fallen off. And the solution is right there on their fucking roster, Brian. You stick Porro in the midfield and you put Spence at right wing back, whatever the fuck you want to do. But they're not going to do it no. because they don't have the creativity. They don't have the solutions that they, they – they don't want those solutions because Conte and whatever he thinks he's doing over there in his way, it's not going to work with this club, man. Yeah. It's just not. And it's just more signs of things to come. We're going to shit on Tottenham in the summer because I think they're going to have to go back to the boy Pooch. Um, listen, he ain't going to put poor on the midfield. He's not. He's rigid in his tactics, and this is going to end up being a black eye on the legacy of Antonio Conte because he's playing a five-back formation pretty much, <clears throat> and he's conceding goals like fucking crazy. It's fucking yeah. Oprah settings, motherfucker. You get a goal. You get a goal. You <laughs> so get true. a goal. I so mean, it's, it's fucking it's, – it's insane, and yeah. – just another despicable game from Conte. And mm-hmm. like I said, you just – and the ramifications are past this. Uh, I feel bad for Bentecourt. Really, really good player. He actually got the first goal in this. But he's gone. ACL surgery. He's probably gone until 
for this season, he's probably going to miss the beginning of next season too. Um, yeah. That's a huge loss. He's definitely one of their best players. And Basuma, midfield depth, gone for two months. He's been injured on and off all season. Yeah. So for me, top four is done and dusted. Uh, Antonio Conte doesn't seem interested in doing anything real to shake things up. And you just lost two two pivotal players. And yeah. the issues with, with Son still continue. He hasn't been good. Rich Arlison doesn't even play. Um, Harry Kane is Harry Kane. I'm sure he'll win them a few games, but it won't be yeah. enough. It won't be enough. No. And, um, yeah, yeah, Tottenham not looking good. Not looking good. And, and they have a Champions League game tomorrow as well. They play AC Milan. Um, just want to do a quick, quick prediction for that. They're going to Italy. Ah, three to nothing. To Milan. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Milan. Every time I watch them, I, I don't think they're good, but I don't think it's going to matter. I think the home game, uh, Champions League, I think the crowd will be up for it. And Tottenham, like I said, they just got severely weakened by this. So, yeah, um, yeah I think I think uh, I, I won't say three because I don't think AC Milan's that good um, scoring goals, but I will say it'll be like a 2-1. Yeah. And um, – I'm looking at the Champions League. I don't care about uh, Club Bruges versus Benfica, but I do care about PSG versus uh, Bayern tomorrow. Oh, buddy. Reports that Mbappe may play. Um, On the roster. And PSG's been terrible. They lost again this weekend to Monaco. They lost midweek in the French Cup to Marseille. They've been terrible. It's at PSG the first leg, so P- this is a must-win for PSG. They lose this, it's over. Then They're not going to Germany and winning. They're not going to Bayern and winning. Uh, so yeah, they have to win this. And uh, honestly, I think they need to win this by a goal or two because with the way they're playing, um, I, I wouldn't expect them to go to Bayern and win. So what, what do you think about that game? I think it's a very interesting game. And I think Bayern wins. I'm sorry. Bayern's playing playing okay. Their form's a little shaky. Um, the Bundesliga got started later. So, you know. Probably a little bit of rust, but that's a great point. We haven't even talked about that, but that's yeah. spot on. Spot so probably on. a little bit of rust, and PSG stinks. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the problem with PSG is none of those front three guys, as good as they are, they do no work off the ball. Mm-hmm. And I've said this many times. As much as I love Mbappe, I think it's fucking embarrassing that he doesn't try at all, and that he doesn't track back at all, and he does zero work at the ball. He's yeah. fucking 23. There's no excuse for it, dude. Yep. There's really no fucking excuse. No fucking excuse. I'm sorry. That, that's shameful. And their midfield stinks, and defensively they're even a little shaky. I got Byron winning this. I think PSG will score, but I got them winning this 2-1. 4-2, to two, Byron. <laughs> You're going high fucking scores this one. 4-2, to two, Byron. And I'm going to give you something – I'm going to give you something interesting here, something more, a little bit more juicy to kind of chew on about this. Oh, Over the weekend – Dramatic. Yeah, it is. It is. Over the weekend, I'm here to report to you very simply. You should know this right now. This is a fact. It happened. Don't deny it. Are you listening? I'm listening. Neymar. Mbappe. Messi. Fought. Right before the Monaco game. Reports of a dust up in the locker room. <laughs> For real? Yeah. 
and it was reported to the manager. The manager went out and spoke, had a little brief statement on it. Um, all of I, don't, I haven't listened to the local hour yet, Brian. So I, I'm I, I made me not presenting something that's more breaking news for you. Maybe Mike Ryan talked about it this morning when he talked about the messy camp. But what I will tell you is what I know definitively because it's out there with all of the European votes. I don't know anything that the normal people fucking know. Messi's not signing his contract or extending his contract with PSG because he's, they're waiting to see what they're going to do with Neymar and Mbappe because the whole point of it is, especially over the weekend because there was a fight, he doesn't know what he wants to do yet. So he's entertaining a lot of different stuff, sure, but a lot of it is because it's what's happening at the camp at PSG right now. I think Neymar's gone for sure. Yes. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Awesome. Um, Barcelona? Back to Barca? <laughs> Arsenal. Um, Arsenal. Yeah, no, no, no. That won't happen. <laughs> We won't pay those wages. Swap deal? Swap deal? You I, give I, them Martinelli? The Premier League wouldn't be kind to Neymar. We Ooh. saw him get mashed up in the French League. His I ankles not, got mashed up. I do not need Arsenal fans going absolute. That man nah, comes that in. That won't happen. Any club, any club right now that goes to. I was a looted mutt like Liverpool fans where they're like, hey, Mbappe <laughs> wants to leave PSG. I think we can get him. I don't that, that is shit. the funniest. We, shit, we, bro. There's no chance we get him. We don't even. We don't even sit at the table though. Really? Yeah, we won't pay those wages. Those wages are ridiculous. And I'm sorry, he's still a good player, but he's on the wrong side of it for me. Oh yeah, he's on the wrong side of it. And you're coming to a more physical league, mm-hmm. and where where you're one of the most fouled players ever. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's not a good ma- marriage. It's just not. He needs to go yeah. to. He needs to go to like. Probably back Madrid. to Spain. Yeah. yeah. Go back to Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, that's interesting. I'm actually excited about these Champions League games tomorrow. Um, yeah, it should be fun. <clears throat> should be fun for sure. All right, let's roll through these other ones. Fulham, good 2 nothing win. I watched a little bit of that game. Willian, I, I didn't see this coming. I thought Willian was a joke signing. He's mm-hmm. been so good in the games I've seen him play. And it's yeah. mind-blowing because when he played from Arsenal, he was dreadful. And he's playing really good. So, listen, Williams' tenure at Arsenal was embarrassing, but the guy did something that I, I will never shit on him. <clears throat> he signed a three-year contract on big wages with Arsenal, and he ripped up his contract because he felt like it wasn't a good fit. So I respect him for that. I really do because yeah. I've seen Mesut Ozil fucking sit sit on his contract and, and uh-huh. stay away from the club and just collect the check. I've seen Aubameyang just collect the check. I've seen many, many Arsenal players just sit there and collect money. Basically, you know, became a retirement home. So I will always respect William for saying, hey, this isn't a good fit for me. It's not a good fit for you. Let's figure something out. I want my way out of this contract. I'm not just going to sit here and rot. And I respect that because he he had a nice, nice wages living in London. And most of these gutless athletes that don't give a fuck they would have just taken the money and they would have just yeah. sat on the bench and they would have Absolutely. just hung out in London and had a good time collecting a lot of money, but he didn't. So I, I'll, I'll always like say good things about William because, and I'm happy to see him have success. I truly am. Yeah. Nice little curler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's been, he's been good, man. Yeah, he um, Southampton Wolves, one of the funniest conceded goals of the weekend by Southampton, <laughs> where the guy basically fell in the net from about six yards out. I don't know how he tumbled that much. It was like there was fucking marbles on the floor or something. It was <laughs> so bad. It was like some Home Alone shit where he put the fucking <laughs> marbles so, down. It and, was so uh, bad. 
there was another disgraceful referee. This wasn't VAR, but a, a red card for, and it was hilarious to see mm-hmm. Neves say, do you want me to tell you what the ref told me? He told me that the third, uh, whatever the guy's name was, was the third guy that ran up to me and he gave him the card. Yep. And you see video and that's exactly what happens. And that's just an absolute joke. You're just picking players to give cards to. Yep. <clears throat> Just, just general. I didn't know that was in the rule book that yeah. if one team has th- the third person the guy, that runs yeah. up to the guy, mm-hmm. and because he came from the distance, that's the other thing. If you heard the the talk during the game, it was the fact that he ran from so far to come to him that that was part of the reason why he got the card. And it's just like, well, if you look at the referee, he wasn't even able to see the distance that that guy covered, so he wasn't <clears> even wasn't paying attention. Looking. He just yeah, saw him so, coming in. Yeah, did you hear him coming in? Did you, what what triggered you to give that man a card? And if that's, that's that man, that's a fineable offense. You're just making shit up. You can't just like if you're gonna be a bitch, if you're gonna be an attitude person, like like a like a look at me type of ref, mm-hmm. go somewhere, dude. Yeah. No one's here to care about your ego. <clears throat> the best refs are the ones that no one remembers. Yes. Why do we have to know who you are? Because you're just wanting the attention, you little bitch. I hate that shit. I don't even yeah. like the wolves. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I hate these look at me Louis, right? Mm-hmm. Look at me Louis. Um, but yeah, wolves get the win. They're kind of playing a lot better. Um, good for them. And Newcastle, the draw masters. Another fucking draw <laughs> for Newcastle. Wowzers. But yeah, it's getting to the point where, hmm. Are these draws going to turn into losses, or are they going to start turning into wins? Which way are you leaning? I think it's going to turn into losses. Me too. Because you can't keep holding on to, I mean, eventually, it's got to turn into a, a desire for more. And that's what? You're going to let this the, the, the month of May come and let that push you? Yeah. Let April come and let those be the months that say, all right, guys, we can't. The 70th minute, we actually have to go for it now. Like, I don't – and then is that when you want your style of attacking to have to show itself? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily – but this is because I think you have a manager who's never been in a situation like this before. Yeah. And you're going to have to struggle through this. There's a struggle to getting to learn how to win. You have to learn how to win something. And I don't think Eddie knows how to do that yet. Yeah. I think he knows how to put up a good team. But we're going to see down the line of this of this season, we're going to be wondering, like, Eddie, how? Like, how? Like so far, we've been wondering, how is he doing this? At the end of this season, we're going to be saying to ourselves, how did you trick that? Yeah. You, you had great opportunity. How did you fuck this up? Because yeah. I think other team might sneak in there, honestly. I'm surprised they didn't go harder in fucking <laughs> January. Uh, they could have definitely bolstered in a way that would have been scary. And they got Anthony Gordon, who that's – that fucking whatever move. You know, nobody gives a shit about that. Project. Oh, yeah. Good draw for Burnmouth. Honestly, they could have won that game. I watched a little bit of it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm sure they're probably happy with the point when you got top four Newcastle coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. Man United, 2-0 win over Leeds. Rashford just continues to fucking blow the competition away. Yeah. He's been incredible. He really has. And you have to give him props. Um, and Man United. Back in the title race. Are you in? Are you out? Are you in? Are you out? Are you in? Are you out? I'm still not there with the fucking title race thing. I think they're very inconsistent in their results. I think they'll very much be inconsistent. 
And while they're five points behind us, they do have two ga- we do they do have two more games played than us. We have two games in hand. So that five point lead could easily be eleven. Easily. Yeah. It could stay at five, it could go to eight, but we have two games in hand. So I don't think they're in a title race. I think they're too inconsistent. And I think if once Rashford starts dipping even in the slightest, uh-huh. where the goal is going to come from? I mean, seriously, yeah. where are they going to come from? Mr. Bratwurst up front. <laughs> no, man, he's not nah, doing it for nah. me. Ganacho, young, he'll be inconsistent. The fidget spinner, where was he this weekend? Did we get another compilation? <laughs> we didn't. Of his time we didn't. I'm really upset about that. I need to talk to his agent. That's, that's disrespectful. Um and yeah, so yeah, good win though for Man United. Like I said, Rashford, um, impressive, impressive, very, very impressive. And um, you got anything to say about that one? I would say that the benefit that United have that the two teams that they're looking up to on the table still have to play one another, yes. and they're done playing both of us. So for them, it's a climb. And just worry about yourselves. And you can really, from a coaching perspective, you can really push that mentality. You can really push the notion that as long as you just keep chipping away and take care of our shit, we'll be okay. But it also takes away from the fact that you're kind of hands tied. You split with us and you, what, they split, did they split with you? They did, right? Yeah, 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 they split with you because you beat them and you got robbed because yeah, amazing. You got robbed in one, and then you fair beat them. So, yeah, I I I think that's a benefit to United. But that's the only that's the one and only point I'm ever going to show for pro United. Fuck them. I hope they lose every game moving forward. And yeah, I agree. Rashford's going to have to dip at some point. The, the form is is going to is for him to keep this consistency. Um, yeah, I think you just found your Ronaldo placement, Ronaldo replacement, basically. I yeah. Mean, yeah, that's, for sure. That, that'd be next level if this guy can keep keep doing that. So, and they have Barca this week. Um, <laughs> and that's at Barcelona. That'll be a Thursday game. Yeah, uh, Barcelona continues to. They won this weekend, right? They played a Villarreal. Yeah. yeah, another good performance from them. Uh, what are you predicting for that one? Another high uh, score? No, slapping from Barcelona, but it's going to be more of the possession. It's more going to show them who daddy is. It's going to be 2 nothing. Yeah, I would kind of agree with you on that. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's a good shout. Okay, um, we'll, we'll talk about the Merseyside Derby real quick, and then we'll talk about City we'll end with that. Um, yeah. Merseyside Derby, 2 nothing win for Liverpool. Um, Salah got me a goal. And Cody Gakbo got his first goal. Uh, a nice little tap in at the back post. Uh, good for him because that could get him rolling a little bit. You always sometimes your first goal is, is like a freaking you know it's it's tough to get, and then you don't get it in the first game, and you don't get it in the second game, and it becomes a fucking you know it becomes a problem, and you're overthinking it. So maybe we'll see him start to hit some form. Uh, like I said, Salah got the goal. And I didn't really watch the whole game. Kind of just took place, but it looked yeah. like Liverpool were pretty dominant. Good for them. Um, I predicted three nil. Top to four Liverpool. back on? No, fuck no. <laughs> Way too far. This team's done. This team needs to be planning the the transfer moves. It's, this team needs to be pressing on the window. What can they get in the summer? Um, I don't see them getting top four. They uh, need to all go to Dortmund tomorrow. Wearing Jude Billingham, come to Liverpool t-shirts. We love you, Jude t-shirts. Singing Hey Jude in acapella, trying to swindle him and trying to trying to 
trying to court him to come to Liverpool. I think that's their best hope, honestly. The the Liverpool yeah. fan base will tell you that they have the inside edge on him. The Liverpool fan base will tell you that it's almost a done. Some of some of them will tell you it's almost a done. The deal. Liverpool fan base will tell you Liverpool's God's favorite team. <laughs> it's going to be pretty funny to see where Jude ends up, and if should it not be Liverpool, I have a few receipts that I have kept. That's all I'm going to say on that because it's shameful how much twerking they've been doing for this guy. How much just straight up flaunting like they got him already. It's incredible. I mean, you would think they've already picked out the number and they know his shirt and size and everything. My favorite tidbit is when they go, did you see him hanging with Jordan Henderson at the World Cup? (laughs) Oh, yeah. 20-year-old Jude Bellingham is going to come to (laughs) Liverpool because he's friends with Jordan Henderson, who's probably on his way out of the fucking club in six months. He's old enough to be his dad, man. Fuck out of here. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I love that one. No, did you see him and Jordan? They're all buddy-buddy. Recruiting 101. Yeah. Which in this country, I'd be like, that's tampering, damn it. He was buddy-buddy with fucking, you know, plenty of players. Doesn't mean he's going to them. Oh, yeah, dude. It's fucking embarrassing. I can show you plenty of pictures of him and Jack Grealish together. I'm not over here telling you yeah, he's coming to the city already. So I'm playing games with soccer. They had a whole fucking thing on TikTok <laughs> together. We <laughs> all got our cases for Jude, yes. damn it. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Lastly, we're in with your team, 3-1 uh, at the Etihad. The fans finally showed up. It only took 100 charges. <laughs> it only took 100 charges for them to give a fuck and support their team. Seriously, though, does that not piss you off? Because I saw uh, a really active, amped crowd. And uh, you could say, why isn't this every week? Because you know you don't have a consistent crowd. Doesn't I, I, that kind of piss you off a little bit? It does. It yeah, does. Yeah. It does. I can't, I can't dispute. There's some reality to the fact that City are a smaller club. There's no question I can acknowledge that from a trophy standpoint. And there's, a, there's an acknowledgement. Now, I think Pep has also said our, our away fans, they travel great. I can show, I can show great pictures of when we went into the Barbanao and beat, and beat Madrid. You know, to go into the Barbanao and beat Madrid with, with Kevin uh, hitting the goal over Courtois. And then, I mean, the, the fan base travels. Yeah, I completely agree. It hurt my feelings to kind of see that. Or I was happy as fuck to see that. But also, in the back of my head, I'm just thinking, why does it take the charges and why can't we show up for this, like, against, you know, Brentford or West Ham? Like, why is it not that big exactly. of a deal? Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of – if we have fair weather fans, that's a good argument to have. I agree. I don't know. Um, I'm not really going to fight that. It's kind of, you know – I make fun of Miami Heat fans when I see the the, the, the tip off in first quarter and like the first. I was gonna four say you have pictures of away, away fans. fans. Is it like Mike yeah. Ryan where he has pictures of the Miami Hurricanes Stadium? Yeah, uh, and, and he has, I have pictures of it. It was packed. I swear those those TV photos were doctored. He sounds like a man that got caught by his ex girlfriend telling him it's only X amount of inches, and he is dying to prove to you that it's a whole lot bigger than that. No, man, you're looking at it from the wrong angle. You have to, you have to take the right, you have to take the right picture. You have to, it, if you come, if you take the picture from the aerial view, you'll yeah. see it's a, it's a lot better view. Shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. It's not that serious. Acknowledge it. Give into it. Speak. I mean, it's it's okay. Rock what you got, bro. So yeah, it's it's it was very exciting though, man. I can't lie. From the Friday moment before the game, to, to, for Pep to have that presser, I joked with you, dude. I, holy shit, that man can lead a country in the war. That man, for the words he chose to call out the clubs, to call out Levy, to to call out 
everyone who's willing to listen to ask the questions back. I mean, the guy is just a leader of epic proportions. I'm so thankful he chose my club. And all I kept thinking about is, well, that man knows how to win a presser. Fuck, are we going to do it on Sunday? Because I am so nervous. It means nothing if we can't back it up. Like, it means nothing. In between Friday and Sunday, I get the gift that Arsenal give that, that keeps giving lately, which is you the You mean draw. the gift that Lee Mason gives? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, no, fuck off, Lee Mason. I will never thank you for that shithousery. That's absolute atrocious. Fuck you, Lee Mason. But we get the draw. The situation is what it is. And I, I go into Sunday, and I'm just like, dude, I have never been this nervous. It's like maybe the Champions League final I've been this nervous. Like, it's such a huge moment. It's not about the opponent. It's not about Villa. For us, it's about showing what we're capable of doing, looking mm. right, being yourself, playing within your skin at your best ability and knowing that it's can, that you can. I told you, I don't actually, I don't know if I told you. I told my best boy and I told Dennis, he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Fuck you. Fuck off. Uh, enjoy that L. But I did tell you, Old I give you that, credit, Dennis. Oh, Denny. <laughs> Hold that, Denny. I'm telling you right now. Dog, hold that. Get to the Super Bowl and cry all that. Yeah. To the cry National Eagles <laughs> cry. Cry, Eagles cry. Hold that L, Denny. Uh, but yeah, the first thing he said to me, not but 15 minutes in, he gave him a complete shout out. He said, I think Ruben Diaz is about to have a game of his life. Yeah, dude, that guy was whipping that ball around like he just came from Benfica off the plane. He was ready to get to the Premier League for the first time. I mean, he's oozing with desire. You hinted right a few weeks ago. Kyle Walker was a player that you added to the list of players that weren't happy and, and not not pleasant going around. And I kind of refuted it. I was like, I haven't seen Kyle Walker's name come up. He's 32 fucking years old, and I would imagine that right now he can figure it the fuck out, and we're okay. I actually consider him a cornerstone. Damn, was I wrong, because Pep acknowledged what you said and said Kyle Walker was one of the players that he's he's doing better, and, his, and everything with Kyle has changed both on and off the pitch. Enough to elude, there were problems off the pitch. Acton Wright gets the start. The starting lineup for me scared the shit out of me because there's no Nathan Ake which we all know he loves right now. No, I I thought that too, but it's not about that because we're doing something completely different for you guys. There's no way we're doing the same tactics. You alluded to it earlier. There's no way. Save it, save it, save it. I will, I will. So the, the, the lineup scared me having Bernardo come out and play the transitioning role that he did, which was fan fucking tastic. But my boy said it 15 minutes in. Ruben Diaz is going to have the game of his life. And even before he said that, I told him, true story, If we and I mean it, if we never had the rotary goal, mm-hmm. I would be saying the same thing. Holy shit, my club looked back, looked like they were back. I had goosebumps from the, the attacking style, the movement. I had Isaac Kimes tears in my eye on how my team was able Seriani to just tears. pass. Just and move and just it was beautiful. Sirianni tears. Sirianni tears. That's right. I was just moved, bro. I was so patriotic. I had so much backing for my club at the time. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was. They were fully engaged. They were implementing his plan from the jump. There was no time gap from ball to pass to, to the next player. It was so fluid. 
the attacking style was wonderful. And I feel like sometimes you need that extra push. And when it comes from the outside, it I hinted towards it last week. I thought this could, you know, really, really get amp us up. But there's no question now, dude. We are feeling like we have something to prove again. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious in the play. If anybody watched that game, you would see it, dude. It was incredible. We it was like we we were we're this game, we can win the league. It was like the last game of last year. If we can do this, you know, we'll win the league kind of thing. So I, I hope that we see more of that. I hope now the, the the funny thing is when you have the top of the league leaders in Arsenal, the very next game, all that fluff and buffing and all that hoorah stuff goes a little out the window because now you really got to show up and we're not. You let me know when you want to do the preview of this for this. Yeah, we're gonna end game. it. I have I have two three more things to say about this game in particular, and then we can yeah. stop this and start the so preview. Um, well, my first thing is Pep's interview. Uh, he was whispering in it. You stole my style, Pep. You fucking swagger jacker. I saw you whispering in the microphone. I know you watched the podcast and you completely stole that. You fucking bald fraud. Point two. <laughs> It's Holland's injury. Yeah. Fake. I have a feeling this is all bullshit. You think it's fake that he got hurt yeah. or that he was injured? I have a feeling that they're. I have a feeling he probably felt a little something and they're yeah. making it to, to be a bigger deal. There was a report that he's probably not going to be ready for Arsenal. I'm just not buying it. I think he's he, fine. He trained today. Okay. And there you go. Yeah, he trained today. And, um, and honestly, Either way, if he starts or he doesn't, I think it's same same amount of worry from my end. Um, we'll talk about that more. And then yeah. the third point was, um, what was the third point? It, was that a, was that a penalty or not? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, soft. I think soft. Yeah, there's contact though. Like I argued the Kevin one, yeah. soft. Yeah. yeah, it was a there's good contact. it was a good dive That's... from Jackie. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. Now that we've we've gone through the understanding of the diving call out, yeah, I completely agree. It he dived, the, the contact, soft, no question. But I I will say though, I will say Lee Mason thinks it's a penalty. You know, I was just about to comment on that. Brian, he was so quick to it, dude. That referee was really quick to that call. Yeah. Almost like I don't know. I'm just speaking to what. And we get this. You've played in big basketball games before. We go into it into a game, and you know that a ref is going to tell you, hey, first two minutes, y'all touch each other. I'm calling that shit. Hand checks, everything. Three seconds, big man, get your asses out of there. Like, they tell you up front there's going to be a certain way. I don't know if they do this in the Premier League or not. I don't know if they do this in soccer or not. But I'm going to make some sort of assumption that there's got to be in those initial talks with a player, there's some sort of feel out there. Like, is this guy going to be a dick today? Is this guy feeling? Is he on one? And that pen, dude, he was, he was rapid. It wasn't even a question before I can even start bitching. Oh, pen, dude was calling it. I was just like, oh, okay, he's giving it to us. Let's move. I was very shocked at how fast he was. He was rattled. He was rattled by the city crowd. <laughs> it was the first time he saw them with energy. I was <laughs> he rattled because he didn't I think he sold out. 
Uh, that's fair. That's All right, fair. let's end this. I'm gonna I'm gonna close this out. Um, how should we do this? Yeah, I'm gonna close this out, and I'm gonna send you a new link in two minutes. Cool. All right. Later. Peace.